Veronica Stanford's Broken Down to Breakthrough will encourage you to just be you. Inside each of us is a pearl. It's precious, and it is our gift. Join us now for Broken Down to Breakthrough. Good morning, good morning. This is your girl, Veronica Stanford, a.k.a. Lady V, and you are listening to Broken Down to Breakthrough. Come on, let's grab our coffee, let's grab our tea, our smoothie, our protein shake, water, or whatever it is you deem to drink, and let's sit down and and listen to a little bit um, of how we can get delivered from rejection. As I told you before about three broadcasts, prior to this, that I was dedicating the whole month of January to rejection. And some of you may wonder, you know, why rejection? Well, rejection is a very major stronghold um, in our lives. Um, I think that is one thing that we all have in common, no matter your race, um, creed, color, your environment, um, your circumstances, what your bank account look like, um, how big your house is, no matter what you drive. I believe we all have experienced rejection in our lives. The difference is, is where we received the rejection from and from whom. But I do believe that we all have experienced, um, rejection in some time or another, or in some form or another, rather, um, you put in for a job and you went to the interview and didn't get it. Um, rather it was from a broken home and you didn't have both parents. Um, your father wasn't in your life or your mother wasn't in your life. Um, sometimes we get rejected from our siblings. Um, we've heard of sibling rivalry and and different things like that. We could have been rejected from so-called friends. Um, It's not always just about a love interest. Um, Some of us have been rejected through divorce. Um, All types, you know, there's different types of rejection. But the one thing that rejection, um, every rejection has in common is that it brings along um different spirits such as um hurt anger bitterness rage pride fear rebellion you know rejection just doesn't come as rejection it brings a lot of things um along with it and the different types of rejection is fear of rejection self-rejection hereditary rejection roots of rejection and you know, you, some people have even, um, experienced all of them. Some people have experienced maybe one or two. Some people may have experienced just one, but still along with rejection, you will get that Mm -hmm. spirit of hurt. You will get that spirit of anger, bitterness. And the hurt is that we sometimes feel like we weren't enough or we weren't good enough. Um, it may be angry. You know, you, you, you may be angry because, you know, you can't wrap your mind around why someone, you know, would reject you. And then the bitterness, mm-hmm. the bitterness can set in. Um, some people go as far as with rage. 
um, some people have dealt with rejection so much in their life, all their life that it can turn into rage. Um, then, you know, pride, um, as I said before, and, you know, conversations that I had with my husband, um, there was someone that I was involved with before we met and just the mere fact that he rejected me, it started messing with my ego. And, um, then it, it did become prideful, um, because I felt like I was a good woman. Um, I was a good friend. Um, I was there for this person and how could they possibly reject me, especially when I've known or I've seen some of the exes and it's like, hold on, you like that, but you didn't like me. So yeah, that's, that's prideful. And I know, I know we all can relate to that. Um, sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll look at somebody's choices and, you know, that comparisonitis, we, we, we start comparing, but we have to get to a point where some people just may not want us. Some people may not like us in that way. Some people, if truth be told, um, are dealing with their own rejection and their own insecurities and their own low self-esteem and their own issues. So therefore, when you have somebody come into your life, they don't know how to receive it. They don't know um, how to handle it. So today, um, while I finish up this segment of rejection, um, once again, I brought my husband um, on with me, um, Elder Joseph Stanford. And, um, I wanted his feedback, um, in an area that, um, he's, you know, been rejected or dealt with rejection. Um, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I am blessed and highly favored. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I'm glad that you took time out to, um, do this with me. And I also want to tell you, thank you for supporting me. And um, believing in this vision with me, um, you know how important it is for me to help people heal. Um, that is a passion of mine. Yes, to, yes. Um, I don't like to see people hurt. And I don't like to see people in bondage. That's, that's, right. that's the biggest thing. Because a lot of times we're in bondage and yet we're holding the key. We keep ourselves in bondage. That was good. We'll that do was, a video on that that's one. It, that's it. <laughs> um. You know, yeah, a lot of times we hold the key to the very cell that we have ourselves in. And I want y'all to catch that. I didn't say a cell that someone else put us in. I said the very cell that we put ourselves in. And the whole time we're holding the key. There's no guard. Um, there's, you know, there's no warden. There's none of that. We're, we've put ourselves in a cell, in a mental cell, oh in an emotional cell. Um, you know, and, and, and no one, no one has the key but us. So what I want to do is to teach you how to use that key. Cause sometimes, you know, we, we can have something, look at something and it's like, okay, what do I do with this? Well, I want to teach you how to take that key and turn that lock. And open that door and walk through it. And don't be afraid to walk through it. A lot of times we get afraid because we don't know what's on the other side. We, we, we're fearful of the unknown. But I promise you, once you release yourself, I didn't say anybody else release you. 
Once you release yourself from that mental and emotional bondage of rejection, on the other side is waiting a life of joy, yes. a life of laughter, um, a life of fun, um, a life of adventure, different experiences. And some of you may say, well, Lady V, how, how, how you know this? How do you know my life will turn out like that? Well, listen, there's one God. And the Bible tells me that he is no respect a person. So if he did it for me, he will do it for you. I was in bondage for a long time dealing with the spirit of rejection. Again, as I've told y'all before, my father rejected me in the womb. He said I wasn't his. And then out of the womb, my mother rejected me. So I, you know how people say, um, they started off, you know, they, they, they started off, um, they, they, they hit the ground running. Well, I hit the ground with rejection. Rejection was a part of me while I was still forming. So um, throughout my life in these 48 years, I think I know a little something, um, about, you know, rejection. I am not a licensed psychiatrist, psychologist, nor counselor. Have I been to school? Um, have I did enough credits that I have really gained my associate's degree? Um, yes. Do I do counseling? Um, yes, at the Savannah Mission Bible Training Center that I teach at and um, just through life experiences. And God has qualified me to speak the things that I say. Now, I don't take the place of no medical doctor. Um, some people have dealt with rejection to the point that they do may need, you know, medication. So I'm not going to ever tell you not to take medication, um, antidepressants, um, anxiety, um, medication, you know, I, I would never tell you that because I'm, I'm not licensed to tell you that. So I don't ever want to be in a place that I'm trying to help you and I end up hurting you. I, I believe in, um, I believe in a well-round treatment. I believe in you getting the word, you hearing what God says, and then you also getting therapy. I, I, I believe in that. I believe it's a joint, you know, it is a joint effort. It's, it's a joint effort. So, um, yes, I definitely will tell you that, um, if it deems necessary that yes, please, by all means, seek, um, therapy, seek guidance, and if need be, um, medication. So, but I want to help someone unlock that door. Um, elder, um, it says fear of rejection, self-rejection, hereditary rejection, roots of rejection. Um, which one would you say that you've, you've dealt with? I know us probably all of them, but if you had to pick one, which one about a minute or two, which one would you speak on? Um, fear of rejection. Would you say you've dealt with that? Yes. In what much. way? Um, I feared rejection for for a very long time in my life because I, growing up, mm -hmm. I was never I was never a part of 
the group, the crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, you had the jocks, you had the the um what they call the nerds or bookworms or studious people, mm -hmm. and you had the popular people and. I just really never fit into any of those categories. Mm -hmm. So I ended up gravitating to people that, you know, really didn't have a lot of direction themselves. So mm -hmm. it really, you know, it seemed like everywhere I, I wanted to go, everyone I wanted to hang out with, they didn't want, you know, it's, yeah. I'm not going to deal with Joe. I'm not going to, you know, no, I'm going to step back from him mm -hmm. so most of my school life up into being an adult I dealt with that a lot okay okay well I, I can relate to that myself um I dealt with fear of rejection um pretty much in the same way and mine went a little bit deeper because as you know um, you was there to see it. You witnessed it. Um, I had alopecia. Mm -hmm. um, anyone that doesn't know what that is, that's balding in women. And um, ever since I was in about maybe third, fourth grade, my hair started coming out. And uh, pretty much um, by the fifth grade, um, I was completely bald. I, I was I was bald. And so um, that scared me, you know to be around um, new people. Like, um, you know, the elementary school that I went to, everybody was already used to, you know, my hair, how my hair was. So now I was going to junior high, people that I've never met. And um, it was fearful. And I did get called the names. I did get called, you know, bald-headed and Mr. Clean and um, the bald eagle, um, all types of stuff and it, it was hurtful and then it became to the point where I started dealing with self-rejection because I would make fun of myself I would make jokes about myself especially when it was time for school pictures I would make fun of myself to keep basically I was beating people to the bunch before they could say anything so in a sense I was I was self-rejecting um myself um, the hereditary rejection, I think it comes, you know, it comes from when there has been, you know, generations and generations and generations of almost like accepting where you are in life. Nobody's trying to do better. So you reject the idea that you can be better. You reject the idea that you could be the first one out of the hood or the ghetto or out of the trailer park or what have you. You you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Um, you start rejecting the idea that just because your grandmama and your mama was on food stamps or welfare or wick or whatever, you know, why should I even think that I could, you know, that I could be better? Um, and the roots of rejection again, um, it, it 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 stems from different things that have happened, you know, in our lives. Yes. So my my um main purpose is that I want to tell the listeners, you're loved. You're cared about. You are important. Yes. You matter. 
Yes. You matter. Your life matter. Not because of what you can give, not because of what you can do, but because Jesus thought enough of you to die for you. That's it. That's 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 enough. Th- th- that's enough. It doesn't get any better than that. It 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 doesn't. It it doesn't get any better than that. When you have someone that is willing to die for you, and they already foreknow what you're going to do. It's it, it's almost on the same. It, it's it's kind of like on the same level where a judge pardons you mm-hmm. because he know five ten years from now you're gonna go rob a bank. That's the same thing Jesus did. That's right. He forgave us. He pardoned us. He did. And so for someone to lay down their life. For me, for you, that's enough. It it doesn't matter who else doesn't see you. It doesn't matter who doesn't tell you. It doesn't matter. You know, we all want um, we the love that we give, the gifts that we give. We want it to be reciprocated. That's but right. there's going to be times that it's not. But God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. That's the word. So uh, when we when we give ourselves or when we give love and we're doing things from the heart, please don't think that it's going unnoticed. You know, it's our flesh that wants it to be reciprocated from the personal people that we're doing it for. But God is a rewarder. And trust me, everything that you've done, every er, everything that you sacrifice, every tear that you shed it, God, I'm here to tell you, God is going to reward you. He is going, he is going to reward you. And so I just want you to know that it's okay to step out of that cell. It's okay to turn that key. Can I promise you? That you won't get hurt again. Can I promise you that, you know, rejection won't show his face again? No, but it's all how you look at it. Again, as I said previously, a lot of times what we think is rejection is God's protection because he saw further down the road than what you did. And earlier, as I was saying before about the um, person, um, I felt it was rejection, but it wasn't until I started getting in my word and listening to God and spending time with God that I realized God had better for me. A lot of times the things that we want or the things that we think are important, it's really not. And I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it so I can free some of y'all family, family can be some of your worst critics. They can be some of the most toxic people in your life. Now, I'm not trying to break up nobody close-knit family. I'm not trying to do any of that. But what I'm saying is, don't hold yourself in bondage because it's an uncle, it's a sister, it's an aunt, it's a mama or whatever. You have to set boundaries. The Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. So we've got to learn to guard our hearts. And we also have to... um acknowledge God in all our ways and his stuff that we do. Sometimes we've connected to people or, or we went out on a limb and did stuff and we didn't even ask God. Um, honey, can you expound on that for about one minute? Yes. Um, 
a lot of times we may think something's a good idea. Mm-hmm. We may, you know, I've heard people say on a lot of occasions, uh, something told me to do this, that, or the other. But why I believe that that can get us in trouble a lot is because the Bible says that the steps of a, of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Mm-hmm. And God will lead us into what to do for who to do it for and who not to do. But if we allow our flesh to override what God has said to do or what we know he has said to do, then a lot of times, for lack of a better term, we get what we ask for. Mm-hmm. Because when God needs you to do something, it's not he, he's not going to add any sorrow along with it. That's it. He's not going to he's not going to tell you to make a move that he's not going to be prepared to take you through. Exactly. That's not the type of God That's that it. we serve. That's it. And again, a lot of times, thank you for that. A lot of times we get ourselves into situations and then you know, when the rebuttal or, you know, when, when everything falls apart, you know, we, we get into this funk or, again, bondage. And sometimes we have got to be real with ourselves. And and my husband here, he he would tell you, um, I really had to sit down and, and, and talk to Veronica. I, I, I had to talk to myself because, you know, the Bible says there's warning before destruction. And so, therefore... The, the signs, the warning signs, the red flags that I saw, if I would have adhered to them, that would have saved me. That would have saved me a lot of heartache. So, again, um, I wanted January to be the month that I did rejection. But I think I'm going to do um, a couple of more shows um, on this because this is in my spirit. Um Rejection isn't something that you get over overnight. And um, again, like I said, I want to walk this thing out with you. I want to walk with you through this um, and see it to the end. So um, I'm going to end it there, but I will be back next week. And again, I want to thank each and every one of you who's tuning in, who's listening, and even more that's getting something from this. Um because it's, it's, it's my heart's passion that hurt people become healed. And again, you owe it to yourself to be the best version of yourself. Again, this is your girl, Veronica Stanford, a.k.a. Lady V. And you have been listening to Broken Down to Breakthrough. And please tune in again next week. I love y'all. Bye.